The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Arosh Kolel in Bnei Brak, he realized it was already uh, mid-month, and he knows another two and a half weeks he's going to have to come up with the money to pay for the Kolel. Now he has so many different Avrechim, and they're all relying on this money. They, they need this money to live. This isn't luxury money. This is rent money. This is food money. So there's, you can't be late. You, so this Rosh Kolel, month after month, he saw miracles. But that particular month, the cupboard was bare. So he decided, I don't know what I'm going to do this month. He goes to the house of the Chazon Ish. Ah, the Chazon Ish. The brother-in-law of the Stipe Gaon. He comes to the Chazon Ish. And he knocks on the rabbi's door. And the rabbi opens the door. Okay, could you imagine how simple they were? Gaon Olam, Gadol Hador, hands down. Baruch HaKodesh, the Chazon Ish. Wow, we could tell you stories. You pick up the art scroll on the life of the Chazonish, you won't put it down. You won't put it down. He did not have children. But Klali Yisrael was his children. His Svarim was his children. Right? Rabchaim Kanievsky, his nephew, Rabchaim Kanievsky Shlita, he considered like his children. Abed. So he knocks on the Chazonish's door. The Chazonish, with a big smile, invites the man in. And the man says to the Chazonish, the Rosh Kola rather, says to the Chazonish, Arav, I have to pay payroll. I want to go to America. Give me a blessing. I'm going to go for a week. Give me a blessing to be matzliach, to raise all the money I need for this month, for next month, for a few months. It's like this. I could try to get a little footing. Because right now I'm so behind. I can't do it to the Avrechim. The Chazoni said, Bezat Hashem, when the time comes, you should have the money plenty. Rosh Kola says, Harav, when was it? That wasn't the blessing I asked for. I asked for that I should be successful on the trip to America to bring back a lot of money. Chazonish smiles. He says, yes, yes. I give you a biracha that when the time comes, you'll have the money and plenty to be able to pay the kolel. And they went around in circles. And he asked again for the blessing for America. And the Chazonish again asked him, gave him the blessing for the end of the month. And they just kept going around again. And finally, the Rosh Korel realized that the Chazonish was telling him something. Whether he likes the blessing or not, this is what he's getting. So, he thanks the Chazonish. He picks up. And that night, he's on a flight to the United States. He comes to Brooklyn, and he starts doing the beat from shul to shul. Stops off by Landau's, of course. He comes into Avenue P. You know the system. He goes around to shul. He goes around to everybody. He goes to Ashkenaz Shuls, of course. He collects. How much did he make? He made just enough to cover his ticket. He went to the New York City, banging on doors. Nothing. Offices, appointment, come back tomorrow. He's not here. He's on vacation. Next week, I'll try to get you in. Before he knew it, the Rosh Kolel, the week came, the leak went. Mafi Flus. He was out just mamash. Came out to the dollar almost of covering his ticket. So he's coming home with nada, with nothing, nothing. Well, he gets back on the flight. He's coming home with nothing. And he says to himself, Why didn't I listen to the Hazonish? I guess he saw that this trip was not happening for me. But, but what? I don't get it. But he gave me a blessing to be able to pay the kolel at the end of the month. I, what's going on? I mean, how am I coming back with zero? 
his plane lands in Ben-Gurion Airport. And the Rosh Kolel comes out. And as he's walking out in the arrivals hall, one of his students is standing there waiting for him to pick him up to bring him back to Bnei Brak. And as he sees the student waiting, the student is waving his hands. He runs up to the Rosh Kolel. He says, quick, come quick. He said, what, 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 what happened? Everything okay? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, there's a guy, a guy from Chutzlaritz. He came to the Kolel this morning. He was asking for the Rosh Kolel. We stalled him. We told him, you'll be back this afternoon. He says he wants, he wants to talk to you. The guy's from South America. Come quick. Rosh Kolel gets into the car. He drives. Back to Bnei Brak. He comes in, and there's a man sitting in a beige suit. You know, it's not from Bnei Brak. <laughs> he's, sitting, <laughs> he's sitting in the front of the Kolel with a big smile. And the man walks up to the Rosh Kolel. Shalom Aleichem Harav, Harav. And he's speaking with a, a Spanish-Hebrew accent. Rabbi, Rabbi. And they're talking. And the man says, My father, he lived only a block away from this Kolel. He used to tell me that he used to like to watch, to see the guys come in and out from learning. He says, My father just passed away. I'd like to do something, Lilunishmato. Tell me, Rabbi, is the name of the Kolel for sale? Is the building of the name the name on the building for sale. The rabbi looks at the guy and says, ah, we could sell you the name on the building if you want. He says, Rabbi, how much? The Rosh Kolel looks at him and says, ah. he says, would a million dollars be enough? The Rosh Kolel looks at him and says, it should be enough. It should be enough. The man takes out a checkbook, Ba Makom, and he writes out a check for one million dollars. And he puts it to the kolel, Lilunishmat, his father. And they made a big binyan. They made a, a big party, rather, for the name on the binyan. They made a big dinner. The kolel never had a problem with money again. The Rosh Kolel comes running back to the house of the Hazonish, the house, the apartment, the little apartment, the house, the little apartment of Hazonish. And he Bangs on the door, and the Hazanish with a smile opens the door himself, and he tells, "Oh, Shalom Aleichem, welcome back from America." <laughs> welcome back, no, how, how was it in America, America? How was it in America? He takes the Rosh Kolel in, Shalom Aleichem, Ruchim Abayim. He sits him down, asks him, "So, how did it go in America?" So the Rosh Kolel looked at the Hazanish. You know exactly how it went in America. I didn't make a dollar, not a dollar. I did, I just to the nickel. I covered my ticket. Chazanur says no. So Chazanur says so. So do you have money to pay for the kolel at the end of the month? He says, Ravi, ah, do I have money for the kolel this month, next month, two years, five years? They're kids. Chazanur says, oh. What happened? So the Rosh Kola says, Harav, you knew good and well that this was what's going to happen this morning. And he told him the whole story about the guy from South America and the father and the check, a million dollars. He said, I don't understand. When I came and I asked you for the blessing, should I go to America to collect money? You told me, go. And I asked, am I going to succeed? You gave me a blessing to have money at the end of the month. Why don't you just tell me, don't go? You knew I wasn't going to make money. Why send me all the way there just so that the day I come back, I bump into a guy which you knew anyways. I could have stayed here in Israel and I could have learned for two weeks. 
had to go there, come back for the money to come? What's going on? Why would you just tell me not to go? Chazonish says, you have it all wrong. Oh, you have it all wrong. Says Chazonish, you got to go to America and chase money that you'll never catch so that when you come back to Eretz Yisrael, Hashem sends it to you from a completely different left field in order that you'll realize that all your hishtadlut and effort must be done, but it has no bearings on the result that Hashem brings you. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.